Welcome to Podcast Homilies for Morning Prayer. I'm Father Ron Shibley, President of the Anglican Internet Church. This new series is part of the AIC's continuing celebration of its second decade on the web. These Podcast Homilies for Morning Prayer are based on the appointed reading in the list of Psalms and Lessons for the Christian Year on prayer book pages X to XLI, primarily using the first pairing, which always includes a gospel reading as the second lesson. The second and third pairings of Psalms and Lessons are used in the series only when necessary to avoid repeated reading of a psalm. These homilies include reading and commentary on the appointed psalm and summary commentary on the first and second lessons. For those listeners not familiar with Anglican liturgies, the text of the Psalter in the 1928 Book of Common Prayer is derived from Miles Coverdale's Great Bible of 1539 and not from the King James Version or KJV. This is because by the time the King James Version was published in 1611, using a new translation of the Psalter based upon the Hebrew Masoretic text, the Coverdale translation of 1539 was so well accepted among the English people who had heard it read in services by then for over 70 years that the prayer book's editors retained the Coverdale text for the Psalter only. All other scripture text in the Book of Common Prayer uses the King James translation. Podcast listeners are encouraged to visit the Father Ron's blog page on the AIC website, on which I have posted an illumination of verses 1 through 8 of Psalm 22 from the 12th century manuscript known as the St. Albans Psalter. Listeners should be aware of the difference between the numbering system in the prayer book and the Vulgate Bible. In St. Jerome's 4th century Vulgate translation printed in Latin, Psalms 8 and 9 are a single psalm, which means that all psalms in the Vulgate, from Psalm 10 to 150, are off by one number. For example, Psalm 22 in today's psalm reading is Psalm 21 in the Vulgate version. Miles Coverdale provided a helpful transition between the two systems by including each psalm's opening words in Latin, a practice which is still followed in the 1928 Book of Common Prayer. For more on the Lenten season, see the AIC seasonal video series Lent, the Season of Penitence, which I, in which I discuss its history, the origin and meaning of the name, and its place on the church calendar. The series is presented in three episodes, each of which is linked from the digital library page with podcast versions linked from the podcast archive page. The psalm reading appointed for Six Sunday in Lent, commonly known as Palm Sunday, is Psalm 22, a long psalm with 32 verses attributed to King David. Its first words in Latin, in Vulgate Latin, are Deus Deus Meus. My God, my God, look upon me. Why hast thou forsaken me? And art so far from my health and from the words of my complaint. O oh my God, I cry in the daytime, but thou hearest not. And in the night season also I take no rest. And thou continuest holy, O thou worship of Israel. Our fathers hoped in thee, they trusted in thee. 
and thou didst deliver them. They called upon thee and were hoping. They put their trust in thee and were not confounded. But as for me, I am a worm and no man, a very scorn of men and the outcast of the people. All they that see me laugh me to scorn. They shoot out their lips and shake their heads, saying, He trusted in the Lord that he would deliver him. Let him deliver him if he will have him. But thou art he that took me out of my mother's womb. Thou wast my hope when I hanged yet upon my mother's breast. I have been left unto thee ever since I was born. Thou art my God even from my mother's womb. O go not from me, for trouble is hard at hand, and there is none to help me. Many oxen are come about me, fat bulls of Bashan close me in on every side. They gape upon me with their mouths, as it were a ramping and roaring lion. I am poured out like water, and all my bones are out of joint. My heart also is in the midst of my body is even like a melting wax. My strength is dried up like a potsherd, and my tongue cleaveth to my gums. And thou bringest me into the dust of death. For many dogs are come about me, and the counsel of the wicked layeth siege against me. They pierce my hands and my feet. I may tell all my bones. They stand staring and looking upon me. They part my garments among them and cast lots upon my vesture. But be not thou far from me, O Lord. Thou art my succor. Hast Haste thee to help me. Deliver my soul from the sword, my darling from the power of the dog. Save me from the lion's mouth. Thou hast heard me also from among the horns of the unicorns. I will declare thy name unto my brethren, and in the midst of the congregation will I praise thee. O praise the Lord, ye that fear him, magnify him, all ye the seed of Jacob, and fear him, all ye seed of Israel. For he hath not despised nor abhorred the low estate of the poor. He hath not hid his face from him, but when he called unto him, he heard him. My praise is of thee in the great congregation. My vows will I perform in the sight of them that fear him. The poor shall eat and be satisfied. They that seek after the Lord shall praise him. Your heart shall live forever. All the ends of the world shall remember themselves and be turned unto the Lord and all the kindred of the nations shall worship before him. For the kingdom is the Lord's, and he is the governor among the nations. All such as be fat upon earth have eaten and worshipped. All they that go down into the dust shall kneel before him, and no man hath quickened his own soul. My seed shall serve him. They shall be counted unto the Lord for a generation." They shall come and shall declare his righteousness unto a people that shall be born, whom the Lord hath made. Psalm 22 is a messianic psalm, considered the most Christological of all the psalms. It is also the second of the series of ten passion psalms, beginning with Psalm 21. It tells of the coming of the Messiah, who will deliver all mankind from the darkness of evil. 
In my mini-homily for First Sunday in Advent in the Advent wreath ceremony, darkness is called our, quote, inner darkness. For the full text of the Advent wreath ceremony, you can find it on page 171 to 176 in our bookstore publication, Occasional Services for Anglican Worship. In the Christological explanation of Psalm 22, it is divided into two parts. Verses 1 and 2 are the sufferings of Christ, and verses 22 to 32 describe his victory. Christ spoke the words of verse 1 from the cross, as recorded in Matthew 27:46 and Mark 15, verse 34. Orthodox theologians believe that this signifies that Christ prayed to the Father the entirety of Psalm 22 from the cross. The word forsaken has caused much confusion. Eastern theologians suggest that the correct interpretation is that Christ in his human nature suffered, quote, some sense of forsakenness, unquote, and further suggests that verse 21b, which says, Thou hast heard me, and the verses that follow are the Father's answer. Verses 7 to 8 are prophetic of the taunting of Christ on the cross, recorded in Matthew 17, verses 39 to 44. He trusted in God, let him deliver him now if he will have him, for I said I am the Son of God. And see also Mark 15, verses 29 to 32, and Luke 23, verses 35 to 38. Verse 17 is prophetic of the piercing of Christ's hands and feet on the cross and the behavior of the passers-by at Golgotha. Verse 18 is prophetic of the words of Matthew 27:35, They divided my garments among them, and for my clothing they cast lots, recorded in John 19, verses 23 to 24 also. Verse 22 is quoted in Hebrews 2.12 and is prophetic of the teaching of Christ's message among the Jews. Verse 23 commands, quote, the seed of Jacob, unquote, and, quote, the seed of Israel, unquote, to praise the Lord. Verse 27 continues to prophesy, extending his teaching and the worship of him to all nations. Psalm 22 is also read in, on third Sunday in Advent, paired with Psalm 99, and also read on fourth Sunday after Trinity, where it is paired with Psalm 67. The first lesson for sixth Sunday in Lent is Isaiah 52.13 to Isaiah 53.12. The second lesson is Matthew 6. St. Matthew's long chapter covering the period from Jesus' prophecy of betrayal and death by crucifixion through Peter's three denials. Isaiah is the subject of Part 2, Chapter 1 in our bookstore publication, The Writing Prophets of the Old Testament. The reading from Matthew is discussed and illustrated in Chapter 26 of another bookstore publication, The Gospel of Matthew, Annotated and Illustrated. The closing prayer for this episode is the Collect for the Sixth Sunday in Lent, or Palm Sunday, created by Archbishop Cranmer, based upon a collect found in the Gregorian Sacramentary, to which he added a new closing of his own composition. Almighty and everlasting God, who of thy tender love toward mankind has sent thy Son, our Savior Jesus Christ, 
to take upon him our flesh and to suffer death upon the cross, that all mankind should follow the example of his great humility, mercifully grant that we may follow the example of his patience and be made partakers of his resurrection through the same Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Until next time, may the Lord bless and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be merciful to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Glory be to God for all things. Amen. This program has been a presentation of the Anglican Internet Church. We invite you to visit our website and make use of all its many resources at www.anglicaninternetchurch.net.